0: Welcome to Toffee Blue View, your source for all things Everton. Jerry, Terry, and Max joining you today. Uh, a lot of a lot of emotions, I would say. Um, this was one of those those shows that's not necessarily the easiest to get to get pumped up to do. Um, I think. I think uh, we've been talking off camera for a little bit. I think all three of us were kind of like, "Really? Are we going to do this?" <laughs> <laughs> you know. And uh, I mean, if of course if you're li- if you're listening to this, watching this, you're you're an Everton supporter, or you're here to mock, uh, which you know, but the mockery is is welcome too. I just want to throw that out there. The Liverpool supporters who have supported our channel. Uh, have been wonderful. They've come in, they've given us views, and they've written nasty comments, and we've just deleted them, but the views stay. So <laughs> we've gotten so many extra views on our channel, so I just want to say thanks to all to all you Red Shite supporters. You've been behind us, and we appreciate it. They're just sweet. They're just the sweetest folks, you know? <laughs> uh, so, I mean, to support an Everton channel like that, it's just, so, it's just cool of them. So, yeah, Darby happened. We'll get into a Derby uh, preview in a little bit. Um, we're going to quickly uh, do a little intro. Uh, everybody knew that I I watched the game at a local local bar, uh, local pub, whatever you want to call it. It's more of a bar here. Pub, I feel like, needs like wooden walls <laughs> or something, <laughs> or any wood, and there was like very little in the place I was. It was very industrial feel, but it was actually really cool. It's like they took an old gas station and they turned it into a, uh, a bar, and naturally all the Liverpool supporters went to one TV and the Everton supporters went to another. And it was not planned. It just happened like that. Um, to be honest with you, though, it was actually really fun. It was actually a really fun uh, – the, the, the Liverpool supporters that I know that were there, uh, they were they – were, uh, yeah, they knew <laughs> what happened in the game and they were honest about it, which was cool. All right? Um, worst part is having to hear that song. You know what I mean? I could I could go the rest of my life and be okay not hearing that song again. Mm. All right, that happened. That sucked. But you know what? Actually, watching around other people with that energy, that was cool. I can't I can't even imagine being at what the game was like. Actually, being there when you're elbow to elbow with people. So, I actually had a good experience. I I was you know I didn't know what to think. Max, you had something lamentable though. You mm. wanted to talk about. So what do you what do you <coughs> got?
1: <laughs> Well, I was covering Acklington Stanley in the FA Cup on the Saturday, which was good, I suppose. They ended up winning 3 1 into the next round. Um, so, obviously, I was back in Liverpool with my uh, family. Um, obviously, dreaded Derby Day. Got an WhatsApp off Toffee Blues Dave saying, Where are you, Liverpool or Manchester? And I assume that was, you know, if you're in Manchester, come and watch it with us. And it was a few hours before the game, so I was thinking I might get away with making my way down there. But I thought, you know, the whole Derby Day production thing on Sky with the um, Chelsea Bull and, and the uh, North London Derby as well. I thought, you know what, I'll sit, I'll stay here, I'll watch it and I'll ask my mate if he wants to go to the pub. I was seeing who was wanting to go out and there was meant to be two of us. One's a Liverpool fan but one's a Bolton fan and it's all right and he's quite a... I mean, no one likes Liverpool really, do they? So, it's all right. But he dropped out last minute saying he didn't want to go. So I ended up having to go with my mate who's a Liverpool fan. And so we went to the pub not far from mine. And uh, I don't know if you know, Jerry, but the Santa Dash was on in Liverpool where like people get dressed up as Father Christmas and do a 5K. And um, So we go in and there's like a mix of red and blue Santa Dashes in it. Uh, I don't know. You just It's just a bit of a rollercoaster in it because we played well. We did play well. It wasn't as if we played badly. But uh, just Liverpool in it. They always do that. Horrible, absolutely horrible. You think you're getting away with it, and you just don't. Killed me off, to be honest.
0: Yeah i I did our five k on Saturday, and uh, i I did not wear Father Christmas uh, <laughs> gear. I just wore my Everton gear and had a better better time than expected. But I swear, man, almost killed me. Almost put me in the. I've started too too quickly, and dude the second the second mile is like uphill and i was huff puffing i had (laughs) kids passing me and it was so you're, you're not supposed to think oh this is degrading that's a 13 year old kid passing me but you can't help it it's it's hard but honestly i finished and my time was a minute better than i was expecting i felt really good um so yeah but i can't imagine doing it wearing like you know, long sleeve with white trim and a hat. I can't even, yeah, a fake beard. Mm. I. Yeah, that's...
1: Uh, the thing was, the, the mate that I ended up going with, you know, he, he's not he's not a bad red in that sense. You know, he's quite a decent down-to-earth one. And we both did our FA level one together. So we kind of, we you know, we kind of have our, our coaches caps on when we're watching the game. The way mm. everyone stood up in this pub. And it was decent because it was like a 50-50 split, half red, half blues. Um, so yeah, banter going back and forth. But we were kind of just given like a running coach's analysis on the game and kind of conversation with each other. And, you know, from that perspective, it just, it it sickens you so much when you kind of look back and see how we lost that game. It was quite possibly the worst possible game to lose a game of football ever. Like if that ball would have went out of play, the game's over. Mm -hmm. Like that ball there went out of play, finished yeah so
0: listeners might notice that terry hasn't spoken (laughs) i noticed you've probably noticed this he's sitting there he's got this he's been listening to us the whole time he's either grinning knowingly or having this grim look on his face like i'm ready to get out from in front of my camera now (laughs) terry
2: are you okay man yeah, the second one. <laughs> yeah. I, I won't lie. I've had a good long think today about trying to get out of this show just because I was not in the mood. But mm-hmm. I, I can't do that. That's, uh, you've got to just take it, haven't you? We've been here before. It's nothing new to us, but it doesn't ever get any easier. That one was probably the, that was the worst I've taken any match defeat for a long time, for years even, just because of <laughs> it. I mean Liverpool are hard enough to beat anyway, but if you you got to beat them, then you've got to beat fate and the football and gods because mm-hmm. that's the only way that happens. It's just how how does that happen? You just I, I almost laughed when it happens, like oh well, of course, like of course, like I almost thought we were going to get out of there without something crazy happening, but no, right at the last second. Obviously, we got a little bit little bit numb to losing derbies at this point so you know the football and god's thought how can we spice this up on them how can we really catch them because they're becoming a bit jaded yeah that'll do it
0: so i've got a take on this and i feel like it's kind of unique but i want to wait for the actual match reaction to get there um so uh yeah just a I'm I'm secretly happy I didn't watch this with my kids because I don't want to have to. I didn't want to have to explain it right after it happened. You know what I mean?
1: Mm. I, I, I genuinely don't think I've seen that go back. Like I think I might have watched it on the replay like once, but other than I don't want to watch it back.
0: I have, because it's really hard to understand.
1: Did the you know I want
0: to be able to talk Did about it, and honestly. From like two different angles, it looks like the ball hits the net.
1: Yeah, did okay? it hit the bar on the way up? Like, did it? Because I, I remember reading a little quote from Jordan Pickin. He said that it hit the bar twice.
0: Yeah, it did. I mean, he's he he kind of hits it. It bounces, and then it like bounces again, and it falls right.
1: <sighs> Why doesn't he just pump it over?
2: It just fractionally... Well, he tried to. He tried to mm. pull yeah. it over. Well, he it, did. it fractionally touches the bar. He thinks, from the look of it, he thinks he's going to catch it just into his hands. But it's just a fraction too far behind him, so it clips the bar, and between his hands and the bar, it bounces up again and back out. And then, it then you know, what happens next, obviously. Mm. But it's just a, a one-in-a-million freak occurrence, and Obviously, it has to happen in a derby in the last second. It's just
1: Everton there.
2: It's not even no, no. You, you, you don't like Everton that and this is Everton that it's that's Liverpool there. Mm. I'm sorry, we get think we get bad luck a lot, but that is ridiculous levels. Lucky they're more honest supporters. It, you know, obviously they're all going to be, you know, really happy that it happens, and you know whatever, fair play to them because I would have been made up if it had been the other way around. Well, if you if you, if you're honest with yourself, they know they got away with it. There, they got away with it. Yeah. they were they were so close to drawing that match and couldn't have really had any complaints. But then some absolute fluke happens and just bounces off the crossbar and lands mm-hmm. on their player's head. It's just just Liverpool, isn't it? It's just it's happened to them for years. They they say it. They 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 don't get any luck. But what what you call that?
0: Yeah. <clears throat> luck, luck is actually what I want to talk about when I when I get when we get to the rat reaction. That's something I want to I want to have a conversation about luck. All right. So yeah, that's a thing. It's interesting because it's the way I saw it, and what it, it, I saw it that Pickford was trying to push it over, and his hand hit the bar, and that's why it just kind of he didn't get that full motion to extend and go up and out. He just kind of hit it, it hit there and it hit his fingertips. And that's what kept it from actually going fully out of bounds. It was bizarre. Just a really bizarre thing to happen. And you don't see it often, ever. So, anyway, we will go more into detail. Uh, because there was a lot of football that wasn't that play. Um, so, very quick synopsis. Very quick summary. Table of contents, is you, if you will. For podcast listeners right now we're gonna start with uh with a reaction to to that which happened yesterday um then we'll uh then we'll go into a match preview because you know what there's a game on on wednesday and i'm glad let's get this out of our system let's go you know what i mean let's <clears throat> let's go let's let's just keep this plow forward all right So we've got uh, we've got Newcastle news, Newcastle because I don't want to sound American or anything. Uh, No, Newcastle on on uh, Wednesday, and then a starting eleven segment, and really that's that's it. Besides, uh, if you know your history, all right. Um, When we've got these games wedged together, uh, we've got pretty important segments all back to back to back. Uh, So we'll finish with if you know your history. Gonna be talking about. about a, a Newcastle match from the past and who played. So we'll have to. Uh, if you don't know what, if you know your history is, it's the Everton-based quiz segment that pits Terry against Max in a cage match of Everton, Witten might. So, gentlemen, match reaction. Um, we've already given some initial stuff here. Uh, to start off with. Either one of you want to to lead off with some in- initial thoughts or do you want me to, to head this up? Because I know a lot of times we have some stuff we want to spout off, but after yesterday, it's just such a weird vibe. I wanted to give you the option of starting, or, or if you want me to start, I can.
2: Oh, I think you should start because I could happily do that pissed-off girlfriend one-word answer <laughs> things. I would love to do that. Yep. Nope. Okay. And
0: then done. I'm pretty concerned about starting off by myself because I feel like <laughs> you guys are actually taking this one harder than myself. Um, and the fact that I I also know life is harder for you after a derby loss than it is for me because of your living environment, because of where you are. And I think any American who thinks they have it just as bad, they're wrong.
1: Well, uh, <laughs> I've got, you know what, right? just to get the ball the ball rolling and like so I can just say a few words to get it out my system i like i darted i, like, I darted back to manchester as soon as i possibly could so like i got the train from by my mum's to liverpool central and then went from lamb street to manchester and of course on that train from lamb street to manchester it's full of reds isn't it but the, the one thing that did make it better there was a little chihuahua right it got, got on at one stop it was just like a little beige chihuahua it didn't have a collar on I just started walking in between the aisles of all the seats, letting everyone stroke it. Like I was like, Oh, you want like if something could possibly cheer me up, there you go. So yeah. to to whoever's that dog was, thank you, you made me die a little bit better.
2: See my um my cheering up thing was actually a little bit different. It was Mark Hughes being sacked. So <laughs>
0: that, uh, I was good with that too. It it it's it, it,
2: not it pulled me out of a bit of a hole so I started today I was like yeah the
0: universe is trying to apologize to me see my little cheering up thing was nothing like that Uh, I was actually still at the bar and I saw there was like one Liverpool supporter in front of me who was actually a friend of mine and someone had slapped a nice Everton sticker on his back and he didn't know it and he was just sitting there messing with his phone and everybody's like getting behind him taking pictures and stuff and I was just like, "You know what? I'll take I'll take an extra spoonful, an extra scoop of that bitterness. I'm totally fine with that." You know what I mean? <laughs> Petty, don't care. Right now, yes, I'm fine with it. So, yeah. Um so I I think a, the most common thing you're going to hear is is Everton that uh Liverpool are really lucky, Everton are really unlucky. And I started kind of thinking about luck. And my dad always used to say the more the practice the luckier you get. Okay? Now that is my dad's way of saying Luck is not really a thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So I so I tried to think about what luck actually is, like in empirical terms. What is luck? Luck is the ball bouncing your way. You know, luck is injuries not happening. You know, luck is your player slipping when you don't want them to slip. Uh, and, and so that those are those are things that you know seemingly. The universe kind of just kind of has lords over, you know. Uh, however, I, I I think look at look at the look at the Reds and the fact that they've had the same manager for how many years? Is it four?
1: Yeah, you know,
0: four years. And look at how much money they've had okay mm. put all the, they have had money they know, bought a I lot of players i don't want
1: it i don't want
0: it to I, I, i'm not pinning it all on it i'm getting to a point i swear to god max <laughs> okay. so so look at that particular scenario they have been sitting there training in their system and being able to bring in the players they want to match that system for a while now okay they have been practicing okay right now they are putting themselves in positions to be luckier than we are, more frequently than we are, mm-hmm. okay? That is, that is them. They have, had, they have had more practice as a squad with a, with a competent manager, mm-hmm. all right? We've had four months, all right? Yeah. So really, I think right now, Liverpool are better at being lucky than we are. No, of course, of all right? course. They are because because you know what they've had the same system the same manager they've been so yeah if i'm going to b- guess one of us to be luckier because of being putting put in a position to be lucky i'm going to say it's them every time you know i can't blame the refs this time mm. that's the thing i don't have a lot of like ref rage over this one i didn't think he messed up very often you know i it was not it was not a bad job uh, it was a draw. The Liverpool supporters that I spoke with after the game, they felt ridiculously lucky. They used the word lucky, okay? They were they were fortunate to get, to get three points. They were, you know? And that's kind of where we're at right now. Our luck is going to get better. We are going to have this unit. We're going to be put in positions to do better. We're going to have more opportunities to be luckier, all right? Because luck is just being in position. You're making your own luck. And that's the way I'm choosing to see this. We're going to work our asses off, we will be luckier. It's going to happen. This manager won't let it continue like this. All right? Marcel Browns won't let it continue like this. I'm telling you, maybe I'm just ro, you know, blue glasses. All right, you know, blue tinted glasses. I'm actually taking That was that's their best team in years.
1: Yeah, definitely. And if you factor in that that stack up later, out, didn't it? As soon as that goal went in, that there's a, no other team that Liverpool have scored more injury-time mm-hmm. winners against and mm-hmm. you know. It, it, that that that's not it's not luck, as you say. It, it, you know, it, it becomes habitual. Um, but at the same time, it must be said, you know, that, that they're no strangers to losing big games. To, to win 10 but they're
0: playing those big games against teams that have actually had the time
1: to so, pro- you know what yeah, I mean yeah. so I mean they're, they're not all that if you you know you look at the food chain of, of football clubs I mean they're obviously above us because arguably they've had that duration of time to build that system build that reputation with Jürgen Klopp but by no means are they Barcelona Real Madrid no. Juventus <laughs> they, they have nowhere near, well, they're not of that ilk yet I mean but, and as you say, I think we're probably below them in that food chain. But what is it? You know, the couple of months that we've had, add to that, say, how many how many years they've had. And, you know, we'll see where we are on that journey then. But it's still a sickening. Oh, I, I was, I, yeah, you want to throw up. You're right. Yeah, I was, I wanna I was looking back on it. And I, I kind of use it as a reference point. But those last two years under David Moyes, where we finished above them, I'm. I was trying to think. Did they beat us in them seasons? Because it's not always a. It's not always you know, the case that it will make our season implode once we're beat by them. You know, I, I still think we've got a good enough side and we play good enough football to mm-hmm. get a respectable league finish. Like we're still sixth at the minute. And if you would have told me at the start of the season, you know, would you take sixth? Of course, or would I would have.
2: Oh yeah, the losing to Liverpool doesn't really affect our season, and it's a good job as well because we lose to them a lot. Mm. <laughs> but um, no, it, it's—I don't necessarily agree with them um, with with that. I do, to the spirit of the point about how they've—you know—they've got they've spent a lot of money um, consistently, spent well rather. than I'd say rather, yeah, they've spent well rather than spent lost. They've spent a lot more mm. have we uh, at this point. I know, it's. It's relative, and we, you know, they still outspent us. But uh, for me, no matter how good your manager is, no matter how much money you spend, no matter how much time you get to train your system, that doesn't have any bearing on a goal like that. For me, just like the goal like that is just. I don't the the, the well,
0: well, do you believe that it's the universe coming down and angels or demons, you know, manipulating? You know what I mean? See, that's the thing. Like, I'm trying to figure out a way to
1: make it empirical. You know. Look at who scored, though. Look at who oh. scored. Like when he come on, the first thing I, my, like my mates was already even. He said when he was bringing a him, well, why is he bringing him on? I went because he scores against Everton. He just does. Like, oh nah I don't want to. I don't, don't want to be. I don't want to raise my voice on this, but because I'm used to it. Like we've been here before. I am. Um, I mean, Buzzy yeah, I went to Anfield twice last season. The draw, you know, that was a, a lucky one. The, the FA Cup one was a bit of a sickener, probably but I don't know even like that one that last night feels worse than when Van Dyke scored on a, on his debut.
2: That's because we, we played better, right? We played better this time. Mm. Yeah, we yeah. did. Yeah. It was like we we no. last season if we'd have got a draw or something in that FA Cup game, it would have been oh we've we've done another job on them. But they were clearly the better team. Whereas we were hurt so much more yesterday because they weren't better than us. Mm. We we were. It was a very even game. What chances? Everything. There was spells where we were dominating the ball, and there were spells where they were dominating the ball. But t- t- take nothing away from Liverpool. Historically, over the years, they've, they've for the most time they've been a very good t- team. They've only ever been a poor team very briefly, and it it, it didn't stick. Um, but we just haven't got the luck they've got like we we could I'd I'd love it if we could if you could there's a way to get it I want it because mm. they have historically now I'm not choking up their all their success to luck of course I'm not because mm. you know they've they've been some they've had good teams as well and they've got probably their best team we've seen them have now but God, things like that happen for them and I don't remember them ever happening for us. Like We don't win games with goals like that. We never have. And they've done it a couple of times since I've been watching football. Mm. In the context of just Everton and Liverpool, we haven't got that little extra. We just haven't. And we're going to have to just work on it. We're going to have to just improve and improve and improve until we get to the point where the luck doesn't count as much.
0: That's what I mean.
2: That's yeah. right
0: there, and I and, and and I totally believe in that. And that's you know in the past, I think after United match, we were we were saying you know what we just have to plan on these on the the referee things happening, okay? Last night it actually didn't, which was phenomenal, okay? Because they had a couple of opportunities to get soft penalties. Yeah. They did, you know, um, but we the idea of just working so hard. And training so hard in practice to to make sure that these little luck things because we should have been more clinical in our in our goals. Yeah, we we had you know Yerimina could have been dancing. The, the, we should have been, what mean?
1: been two up in that first half. We should have the, now, the, the now. They had opportunities too. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. The, the, the Yerimina in front of the cop should have happened. Yeah, and that, that Andre Gomez one. I I tried to criticize him for that. I, you know, straight at the keeper, but. I probably wouldn't have been able to do better myself, so I don't know what I'm saying. But um, that was a sick number. I felt like we, I felt like we played them a lot like the way we played Chelsea away, you know, the way we kind of like press. It was the same, similar tactics yeah, first half,
0: definitely.
1: Like you know, the halfway press, um, try mm-hmm. and contain them, and it frustrated me a bit at times because you know when you, particularly when you when you were watching the likes of Walcott. Uh, and Sigurdsson and the forward players. You know, when you think, press higher up, win that ball, and you've got a good opportunity to bear down on goal. But, oh, it's their place, isn't it? So that's
0: something I was going to ask. I was going to ask about, tactically speaking, would you change something? Um, Start
1: Luckman. Next- Start Luckman. That, that, like, that was cl- that was screaming for Luckman to come out like half-time. I, just mm-hmm. don't, I don't think... Wal- Walcott just wasn't good enough at all. I mean, I, I like... It- as well, when he came on, he came on and he didn't really look for him as much as
2: they should have. He, mm-hmm. he he didn't get on the ball, and when he did, he you know he made some decent like um, drives forward on the ball. That's the thing that Walcott doesn't do. Walcott likes to drive behind into the space without the ball and latch on. Whereas Luckman like gets gets the ball beforehand and then drives. He take he he move, especially when he moves into the centre and he just runs directly at the centre backs. So they panic and run back. Mm. I, I, that's the change I'd make. I'd say. Uh, in the next game, I'd
0: bring Lookman in. I think it's possible he might start Lookman just because, I mean, even due to the fact that Walcott took a knock. Mm. You know, he
1: got, um, he got that got could be. That. Hmm? Got to after that. After so, that, that,
0: yeah. one of the things I want to make sure I'm looking for when Lookman comes on, it's something that I, I couldn't really watch in the bar, is I wanted to watch the difference between their defensive work. Because I feel like that's why Walcott's getting the nod is because he, his defensive work is, he works so much harder when the opposition have the ball. I did see Lookman scramble back several times.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think, like, obviously the way we played, obviously with the halfway press, I felt it made Walcott look a lot more awkward in terms of where he was in relation to Coleman. Because sometimes mm. I felt like he was like, you know, stepped they were stepping on each other's toes at times, which is really frustrating because when you think, you know, if you want to hit them on the break, your winger needs to be there, eager and running to, you know, latch on, like Teddy said, which Walcott is mm-hmm. exceptional at. And you know, it disappoints you that you don't see that. Um but I don't know. I think I think what Luckman's got to be the way forward now. Like, While we're
2: talking tactics, um there's a, there was a couple of things I thought were strange. Like, I don't want to get too negative, but oh, it was heart attack stuff, some of that five aside we were playing across our back four mm. I mean, one of the best yeah. press. Teams in the country, the, one of the, the two best pressing teams in the country are Liverpool and Man City, and we're like pinging it between Mina and, and Dean. And we okay, we, we got away with it, it didn't cost us that tactic, but I've never seen us do that before. And we just suddenly start doing it at the worst possible place to do it. Yeah, um, and Drissa Gay, I've just got to say, he was had of one of his poor poorer games this season. He, he every time he got the ball, he felt like he was losing it and putting us under pressure. All, I saw. I mean, that's harsh. A, but it just seemed like he was having a terrible game. There was a, there's an account
0: on Twitter. I think it's Toffee Analysis who said that uh, they felt that every time Ghana got the ball, that was one of uh, Liverpool's pressing triggers, and they were they specifically targeted him, mm. which that's would smart. explain, that's yeah. Somebody who's who's a little bit... I mean, he's definitely not as poised with the ball as Gomez. Mm.
1: So, yeah,
0: yeah and it's he where, doesn't have as it's, close control.
1: It's, so. worth saying, it's worth saying just how poised Gomez was on the ball because he was absolutely fantastic. He was our best player by a mile. I,
0: I'd say almost every time I'm I'm sitting there out loud going, would you look at that class guy? Yeah, what a would footballer. Would you just look at that guy? What a ball! I was like, he is just, beautiful.
2: Just give them whatever they want, 50 million, 60 million. Just go, yeah, go on, all, your, all the best. Yeah. Keep that receipt,
1: don't worry about no. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he, is, he, he was, he?
0: yeah, he was fun. He was great to watch. Dean, Dean, look at Dean had a good game, too. Um, yeah, he Bernard, Bernard, it was weird because there's a couple of clutch moments where he kind of you know, he literally stumbled or slipped. Um, but uh, at the same time, how, how good is his touch? I know, I, I saw him bring a ball down around midfield. That he had no business control in the way he
1: did. It was it, it was yeah. weird, like like in complete contrast to the Cardiff game. Like after the Cardiff game, I was criticizing the wide, like the wide players, saying how you know I didn't like well, I didn't particularly like how well performed, but I, I wasn't as fond as uh, Bernard after the Cardiff game. But I thought Bat- mm. Bernard played really well, and I, I feel like I was more critical of Sigurdsson and and Gay, who who you know I don't I didn't slate after the uh, Cardiff game, like. It, it just disappoints you. It disappoints you because just think if we would have turned up completely, you know, and we had that clinical edge, like there were a few chances that um, Richarlison, you know, if Richarlison was a few years older and had a, bit, had a bit more experience playing in that central role, he probably would have knew how to deal with better. But, um, um, credit to him as well. I felt he, uh, you know, he dealt with his first derby exceptionally well. You know, he, he put his weight about and he wasn't scared to back down from anyone, which you should be in those games. But um, I'm just, I'm still upset about it, to be honest, it, it yeah. is Guthrie. Because, because, and where you take a step back, when I was watching the um, the North London derby, you know, what, what are we, 22 points? And you were thinking if, if, you know, we could have made ground on one of those. Yeah. And um, we didn't. By the way. Yeah, that was a brilliant, was absolutely fantastic It was game. a good game.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm just going to say, uh, uh, apart from maybe some substitution stuff, um, I actually would not have changed a lot tactically from Silva just because when I look at actually what happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we weren't clinical in a, in front of goal. Um, there's not a whole lot that Silva can do about that during the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a prep thing, you know, that's mentality thing. Uh, and to be honest with you, we, we lost because of a freak occurrence, you know, um, they they were, yeah, they were lucky. They were fortunate. Okay. That's how we lost. Um, we did not lose because, because their tactics were, they, I actually thought their tactics near the end there were was grasping at straws, going outside of what Liverpool normally does to win games. Mm. I, it came across to me as a little desperate. Okay? The idea of them, you know, I, I would not have expected them to take Salah out.
1: Or leave was, you know? was shot, let's be honest.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing. I, was still, I wouldn't have expected it, though. And But I, I actually thought we did pretty well against him. I thought we did a good job on him. Yeah, I, we did. I didn't think we were as good against Mane. With
1: the ex- actually, yeah, with the exception of playing it, playing off from the back, which which Teddy mentioned, which was a bit heart attack football at times, and mm-hmm. you know there were a moment where I can't, I forget who he, who he, who he was um, on the heels of, but there was a moment where Yeri Mina lost the ball and he was chasing to recover recover and I, you know, when you just think, oh, that's one 0 right there, but I think mm-hmm. we uh, we just got out of it.
0: There was one moment where he was chasing down Sturridge yeah, on the that was, side, that was, that was the one trying storage. to close down yeah. the angle.
1: Oh. Yeah, yeah. So we had a few heart attack moments there, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, we did, we did. It was a complete kind of revelation from last season. We, I think, we went in there with a completely different mentality. Um, and I, I, as I said earlier, I do think we should have been tuning a lot at half time.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, i have been fine with that, Max. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not, I don't know, right now, I don't, I'm not sure why. I think it's just because I feel so good about the rest of our season. I just feel really good about this season now. I don't know. Um, that, Darby just felt different. Well, yes, horrible got- look at the end. It just felt like, you know, yeah. it didn't feel like going into hell mm-hmm. this time. You've had, you've had so, you
1: know? you, so many narratives that have come out of this game, which kind of back to that fear and I think you've got the Klopp thing you've got the Pickford thing mm-hmm. you know for, for me and Terry being from where we're from you know we've got all that you know you've got the typical yeah. um, mouth full of all them um, mm-hmm. I don't know it, it, it pisses you off doesn't it because it's straight away they're in the limelight again
0: well I'll just say it any Liverpool who know, any Liverpool supporter who knows shit about football Knows they didn't dominate it. Knows you know, so if they're talking if they're talking shit to you, it's literally just that. It's literally just piss boiling. No, no, that's it. I know. You know what I mean. So well, at this point now, we can't sit there and feel like we were dominated or anything the way last season. Yeah. You know, we didn't park the bus. Mm. We came out at them.
2: Uh, no, no, no level of performance will ever soften a defeat of that nature have been times we've been <laughs> beaten and I've taken from it like oh well the performance was. X, Y, and Z. No, not that. I mean, we played really well and gave a better performance than I've seen give there for years. But it doesn't help at all because the way it was. But I'll tell you one thing: change in sort of the way I feel after a derby, if if nothing else, because the FA Cup draw is tonight as we record, and I actually really hope we get Liverpool away because I want a really quick opportunity to correct that travesty that happened. See.
0: see you're thinking the same way I am. I want to play them immediately. Uh, I want to play them, like, so fast. Like, I want to play them now. Like, that's what's um, crazy. I didn't think you'd feel like that, Terry. No,
2: I wouldn't. Usually I'd be like, let's never get them again. And <laughs> just that like, just give them the points and then never play again because it's too hard. But after that, the way we played and the way it finished, I was a f- happily, I was wanting to play them again today. That's the kind of thing where if you're on FIFA, you go, let's play that again. Let's put yes. yes. it again. Yes. that's and that's, the, I mean, if it happens, I might live to regret it, but I would love to get them away in the um, in the FA Cup draw tonight for the second year running because I want to play them again because that feels so unjust. When we played them any other time in the past several years, I've been like, can we not play again ever? I can't, yes. I've actually come away thinking, I'm glad we go months now without playing them because I hate playing them. This time, I'm like, no, mm-hmm. I want to play them right away.
1: Yeah, well, that, that, that's actually a good point to me because you've kind of got my brainwaves going a little bit. After after that game, I looked to see when the, the Goodison derby was. So, mm-hmm. I suppose in that... I was really pissed off about the Anfield thing. That's something that really gets on my nerves. The fact that we haven't won there in 19 now, it'll be 20 yeah. years. That is something that really pisses me off. Uh, and, it, of course, what can you do about that? Not until next season, unless we get them in the cup. But... um. If if we play like that at Goodison, where hopefully they won't have that stint of luck, yeah. maybe it'll go our way. I don't want to be making bold predictions for the future just yet, but you know I agree with that point.
0: Yeah, I, I'm. I want to go now. I want that to happen. I wanna. I want to play them definitely. And that is different than last season where I was just like. I was just like, okay, okay, okay. We gotta, we got a penalty. Let's never, let's net, let us never speak of this again. Oh. You know, it's just that's that's all I. Yeah. And so now, see, that's 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 what I'm saying. You know, I, I, shitty feeling, but there's still this like, there is an optimism that we're good enough to beat them, which is different than last season. Mm. That is not the same. All right. Mm. There is an optimism that stems from that, although it comes from this like shitty negative place you know yeah um yeah i I, it's it's weird because right now i know i i feel like i'm i don't know i guess i'm trying not to be the same podcast that everybody else is getting right now i'm trying not to be the same video that everybody else is getting because this is how i genuinely feel i feel like there's a way to spin this into motivation yeah right and i think i think marco's gonna do that
1: I agree and you know. I think uh, something, something that kind of changed the way I was looking at it was when I seen what Jordan Pickford said when he said like you know it was Everton luck it's like he's been yeah. here what two years and he just knows he mm-hmm. gets it like you know like that made me think you know yeah I'm, I'm so happy that you're our goalkeeper because you get it <laughs> like and for all the people that are giving them shit. Come on, he's, he's a mack of me from Sunderland. I mean, I'm not comparing the rivalries, but he hates Newcastle just as much as we hate Liverpool. I think he gets yeah. it, you know what I mean? Um, let's not turn our back on him like David Carrius after his blunders. Mm-hmm. but
2: think earns us a lot more points than he costs us. It was a yeah. mistake. And they're all down and out now, you know, because he, he uh, criticised, in air mm. quotes, Alisson earlier in the season. Yeah, they, they if they if they think after what a quarter of a, se- of a season in the English league that oh Allison's better than Pickford, I'm sorry, no, you can't make that call just yet. It's like saying Bernard is better than someone who's been in the league two or three years. Mm. You can't make that call. It's too early. I would like to
0: see the stats, the stats of errors leading to goals. Mm. Allison this season versus Pickford this season. Because I had to tell you that's Pickford's first one this season. Mm. Error leading to a goal.
2: To be honest, I'm not even saying Allison's a bad player. He probably isn't. I don't think. I don't think he is. But they're all because you know the Colts FC have one of their players criticised. They've mm-hmm. all uh, been yeah. They've all been desperate for Pickford to make a mistake, which obviously he is obliged against them. Because like, no, Pickford is a top quality goalkeeper who earns us a lot more points than he costs us. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he'll be phased. He, he he knows he's held his hands up and said, "Ah, oh, I've cost us the game there," but. We'll just come back stronger and what a game for him to come back against, by the way. Mm-hmm. Cool.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly, yeah. See Do
0: you guys know the uh there's a keeper there's a keeper pundit, uh, uh goalkeeper pundit, Or he's a I don't know, he's an analyst of some sort named David Priest.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: He's on Twitter, he's got a ridiculous amount of followers. He's he refuses to call Pickford's uh, that that an error. He's refusing to call it that. Because he said that particular ball is so difficult to deal with for any keeper, he's refused to call it an error. Yeah. Okay. So, again, refreshing because it's really easy just to pile on and be like, yeah. But right there, I mean, that's someone who knows a heck of a lot more about goalkeeping than I do saying, you know what? I can't call that an error. Sorry. Yeah. So, that's a thing.
1: Look at what Neville Southall said as well. Yes. along Along the same lines.
0: Agreed. So. Anyway, I I'm still really I'm still really positive. It's shitty. It's a it's a punch in the gut. Sorry. I think we're going to keep getting better and I think they've peaked. So, yeah. If if them peaking means a fluke goal like that, you know what I mean? There's their cup final. Congrats, guys. You won your cup final of the year. All right? Just saying. So, Thanks again for the Liverpool supporters who have finished this video. Thank you. You're keeping us afloat, your sweethearts. All right. So anything else, guys? Yeah. Now uh, I feel like we need an old priest and a young priest. Let's exercise. Okay. Let's get this exercised. All right. <sighs> get the get get the get the demons out, all right? No more. We've got we've got a we got a match on Wednesday. So we're going to go talk about that, all right? So uh, that's it for our derby match reaction. It happened. We're not running from it. We're just going to keep playing, mm. all right? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Welcome to Toffee Blue View, your source for all things Everton. Jerry Terry Max. We are back uh, with a match preview uh, of uh, Everton's uh, midweek tussle with Newcastle. Um, So uh, just a little bit about Newcastle. Um, I think it's highly unlikely their manager will be running onto the pitch. I would say highly (laughs) unlikely that he's running anywhere. Anytime soon, he just looks like somebody who likes a comfortable stroll. Uh, yeah. uh but he nope. is somebody who hasn't. What would you say? No comments, <laughs> he's somebody who hasn't had been been, uh, been too <laughs> informed or kind about Everton in the past. And no, uh, I will. yeah, yeah, it happens. Um, so uh. Besides the fact that, that Rafa's their manager, there's the fact that this is, we've talked about it on our last segment. This is uh, Newcastle. This is, this is uh, Pickford's uh, boyhood rival, you know? So he doesn't like them. So that's a thing. Um, he'll, he'll have plenty of motivation in, uh, on this one now. Um, they're currently 15th in the table. So they're tearing it up. Um, right now, they got 12 points, 3, 3, and 8. Uh, they recently lost to West Ham, three 0 I think Chicharito got two goals. I really just wanted to say Chicharito, folks, just like oh. saying saying Chicharito. Uh, they before that they beat Burnley two <laughs> one, and then they beat Bournemouth two one. Yeah, they had a good run, didn't they? I think they won. They, they had a go little good run before before kind of you know falling on their face against yeah. West Ham. Um, I think Ritchie is banned for this one. So he's not really going to play. Um, so, guys, uh, i got a list of possible starters. I'll get there in a minute. Um, <coughs> I think last time we started with Max just because he, he was willing. So let's go to Terry uh, and put him more on the spot on this one because it's Newcastle and it has nothing to do with the Adari. Terry, uh, <laughs> how are you feeling about this, uh, about this midweek, midweek game?
2: i'm um, really glad we've got a game so quickly after the, uh, the derby that was one of the things even before the match i thought well either way you get to either get out your system or build on it no matter what the results straight away and if i could have a derby two days after uh, sorry after a game after a derby two days after a derby every time i think i would um i think it's an ideal game to go into uh, after such a disappointing result and after such an uh, an unjust result in the previous game Because you get to have a whole match against a I mean I don't want to say lesser team But, but they are aren't they And a chance to really bounce back And just put it out of everyone's mind go mm. Yeah that, that hurt for a few days But we're um, we're back at it now It won't affect our season Pickford especially like you mentioned It's uh, a team and a set of supporters That he's got nowhere, no love for So I'd love to see him bounce back With a clean sheet against them these will be very different than Liverpool. Obviously, they're, they're a Rafa Benitez team. They'll be more like Cardiff, where in maybe a little bit better than Cardiff, but mm-hmm. same sort of setup. They're going to probably defend deep, yeah, and get men behind the ball, low block, and just see, try and steal something on set pieces. And Benitez has always been a negative manager, just at varying levels of players at the different clubs he's been at. It's his style. Any any defender who plays for, for plays for him tends to look better than they probably are just because of the way he sets the team up. So, yeah, players have got a massive chance to to bounce back, put it out of everyone's minds and um, put some points on the board and hopefully go some way to securing sixth spot for it, you know, going into Christmas because it's a c- crucial part of the season. Now Man United uh, didn't look too good against Southampton either.
0: Uh, Max...
1: Where do you three, want to go with this one? got to be three points, hasn't it, really? I think that's just mm-hmm. got to be the, the bullet point that comes before anything else. There's, to the, the perfect chance to, to bounce back, as Terry said. I'm, I'm debating on whether or not to go the game. I, I don't know whether it's because I'm a bit disheartened after the derby or what, but I don't know. I, I'm, I'm cautious that we, we might fall on our face, if you know what I mean. I don't want this to become a, you know, I don't want a, a loss to Liverpool to trigger this sort of implosion. Maybe that's just me being Mister Worst case scenario, but I don't, mm. I don't like, I don't like playing Rafa Benitez, and I don't particularly like playing Newcastle. I, I remember the, um, the, the, you know, it's where the the starfish phrase derived from for Tim Howard. Do you remember? I think it was Denver Ba who ended up scoring like a last minute winner because Tim Howard ended up doing a starfish right in front of him, but. I don't know, we're better than this Newcastle team. We're playing good football at the minute. If we play the type of football that we did against Liverpool, against not just Newcastle, but any club outside of the top six, excluding Man United, obviously, I think we'd probably score more goals than... Um, Got to take chances. Um, a point I want to touch on, I know he, it's looking like Silver's starting to prefer Calvert-Lewin to Tosin. I wouldn't mind seeing Towson get a good few minutes under his belt for this game because if he's going to grab a few goals, it might be a this Newcastle side.
0: We'll have to talk more about that in our uh, following segment, our starting 11 segment, where we'll also talk about subs we could bring in, impact players for us. Um, good point, though. Uh, really good point. I think that's a, a worthy discussion is our, is our front three. I think we need to talk about that some. Um, possible starters, uh, Dubrovka, quality keeper, you know. Um, sh- I think it's very possible that they st- that they run three in the back, which is really five at the back. Uh, I think they could start off pretty defensive against us with uh, Char, uh Fernandez, and Lascelles. Um, Yedlin and Jacob Murphy, because you no know, Richie. I think he'll, he might start with Murphy on the side. I feel like he's more of an attacking player rather than uh, a defensive player. But, um, again, that, that puts some speed on both both wings. Uh, Modi Ame and Ki Sung Young in the centre. Uh, and then the, uh, the three, I think, most dangerous players we have to watch out for, which are uh, Kennedy, Jose Perez, and Rondon. Uh, Salomon Rondon, yeah. who they've, actually has been scoring a, some goals
1: lately. They've got a team of, of like Premier League misfits, haven't they? Yeah. Such a strange team. Like Modi Arme, I remember him from West Ham years back. I remember mm-hmm. the, the, the other centre midfielder when he got a, a really important goal with it for Sunderland against uh, Man City a few years mm-hmm. back. K- the key play for Swansea as well. Um, yeah, we've got to be blowing this team off the park. Hmm. I, I
0: I think uh, I, th- those three attacking players, I think they can score goals. Um uh, I think Kennedy is the one I'm most worried about. I feel like he's a pretty unpredictable player. Um, I don't know. I, I, I agree though. I look at this side and I'm not, I don't know the way we've been playing. If this was another manager, I would be concerned about our mentality after a Derby loss like that. I just feel confident in the way Silva is bringing us along. I think we'll, I think we'll bounce back. Uh, and uh, I, I think what's going to be the tough thing is cracking if they're going to be bunkering back, which I th- could see them doing. Um, actually, cracking in. I think it could. I think I think you're right, Terry, to say this. It was you, Terry, who said this could look a lot like the Cardiff game. Mm-hmm. I, I I can completely believe that, except they're a little more uh, electric up front in terms of their. I think they got more quality players up front. Mm. So. Um, Prediction time. Who wants to start?
2: I'm going to go with... Um, I'll go with
0: 2-0. Sounds like a wise choice. Um, Max, what do you got?
1: blow them up the water. 4-0. Come on.
0: I said 2-0. I said <laughs> I'm sure everyone could have predicted that after my earlier comments. Uh, so, uh, we're all... We're all picking a win. Um, yeah, I think we're going to dominate possession. I think, it, I think it's really just going to look like the Cardiff match. I, yeah. Um, so uh, we'll be talking more about who we'd play on Wednesday in terms of uh, who Marco uh, might, might sub in um, since it is a midweek game. Might we see someone like Tosin get more minutes? Might we see a different starting setup because of injuries to somebody like Walcott? Might we see Lookman finally get a start, or maybe it has nothing to do with injuries? Maybe it has to do with quality and the fact that Lookman just just looks almost impossible to defend when he gets the ball. All right, we'll be talking about that more here in the next segment. So, anything else on this, guys? Nope. All right. Welcome to Top of Review, your source for all things Everton. Jerry, Max, Terry. Yeah, trio, rocking it. Starting 11 segment <clears throat> for uh, Match versus Newcastle. What will Marco Silva do? Starting with Max. Max, I think this is a weird one. I, I really do... Uh, I, don't, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I wrote down, I'm, I don't want to be a flippy flopper on this one. I really don't. So I'm going to try to be definite. So, yeah. Max, what do you got?
1: Well, I think we'll go a bit more into like discussion in a bit. I'll just read out what it puts out. Jordan Pickford and Goal, Seamus Coleman, Yeri Mina, Michael Keane, Luca Dean, Andre Gomez, Garner Gay, Sigurdsson, Bernard, Richardson, Luchman.
0: Okay. So if you've been paying attention, Lookman is the is the new name. Alright. Terry, are you giving us the same lineup
2: that you gave us for this weekend? Yep, yeah, exact same as Max just there. Same team, one change Le- Lookman for Walcott, and uh, we'll discuss now why that is.
0: Uh I am going to predict. I, I I'm so borderline, guys. On unchanged te- unchanged team or Lookman in. Um, I, I I for some I, I I think the only reason Silva would not start Walcott is if he's hurt. If he is injured, I think Lookman does get the nod. But I think if Walcott is good enough to play, I I think he'll start him. Uh I just, I don't know. Uh, just because uh, he, it's just kind of his M.O. right now. Silva seems like if Everton plays well, he keeps the same lineup.
1: I had I had this discussion obviously while while I was watching the derby. I was getting wound up with Walcott and the, the fella next to me was as well. And he, he turned round and he was like, "Why have we even got him? What does he offer us? Well, like, what does he even do?" I thought, "Well, that's a bit harsh because when we brought him in." Like he was brought in for the purpose that he has pace. No one else had pace at that time.
2: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: but it's not like it's not it's not like we need pace. We've can't we've accumulated that from the signings that we've brought. I think that the team that we've developed now is a lot like it's physically a lot more capable than what we were under Sam Allardyce. So mm-hmm. Walcott isn't almost a you know Walcott's not a luxury anymore, so to speak. It. You know, Luckman's there, and he could arguably cause as much damage and be better than Wolcott. Um
0: In a different way. Yeah. That's the problem. It all depends on what on how Silva wants to play it. Does Silva want somebody to run behind and to kind of go around the outside? Because Luckman's not that guy. Luckman's not like a straight 50-yard dash kind L- L- of guy, L- L- which L- is, balls is. Fe- L-
1: balls feet is. Luckman L- L- wants the ball to yeah. feet, and he, want to, you know, he wants to dance around people and. But he, he, he seems like he's not as selfish as he has been in the past. looking no, you know he's always totally heads up right. and he's looking for that pass. And I think right with Richardson there, that do Richardson the world The good if he had someone that could you know put it on put it on a plate for him, so to speak. In that sense, one point that I want did want to raise: like, do you think everyone's going to be fully fit for this game?
0: I got two players I'm worried about. I'm worried about Walcott. I'm worried about Ghana. Ghana doesn't fake injuries to shit house. You know what I mean? Like last yesterday during the Derby, he I mean he went down. That's a that's an issue. Mm. Who, who starts if Ghana is not in?
2: James McCarthy.
0: Who I mean has he been on the bench anytime recently? No, but he's the most I would rather
2: start him, though. But like Thing for Garner. I mean Schneiderland you could say, but I think the way this team plays and the way, you know, they want someone with with energy and like defensive and you know good tackling. I think um, I think James McCarthy would be the one to step in. I've, I've thought for a while that that he'll be the uh, sort of secret back pocket option um, for mm-hmm. December McCarthy because nobody's even paying him any mind, and he could much like last season. He'll come in once he's back from injury, and we'll remember that he actually is a good defensive midfielder. And mm-hmm. I, I think if Garner's um, if Garner's not fit, it'll probably be Davis because it might be a little bit too early for um, McCarthy. But I think we'll start seeing McCarthy in the next two or three weeks.
0: Hmm. But Max, you ask a great question. Yeah. Because Wall, I, I think if Walcott's not in, mm. I think it's it's a it's a no brainer. Lookman comes in. Here's another thing to consider, though. One of the main reasons that people say Walcott plays over Lookman is because Walcott's defensive work. Now I've criticized him in the past because I don't think he I've seen him walk or jogging back when he needed to be sprinting back on defense. Mm. But uh, that's what everybody says is that he does put in more work on the defensive end helping out than Lookman does. However, if Newcastle sits back with three in the back and wing backs with his essentially five in the back. Do we really need to worry as much about how... So this might be the game to start Lookman, If we want to, you know what I mean?
2: I think a big part of um, (laughs) Lookman. I mean, I'll I'll just preface this with saying I think Walcott's a really good player. I actually... uh, He's a great player. Um, He's perfect for us at the minute. He'd gone really stale at Arsenal. And although he came in and he had a big impact because, as uh, Max said, he was the only player with pace... I actually don't think he's um, he's had as big of a dip as people think, but the problem the problem is there's another player who plays his position who's playing really well at the same time, yeah. and it's just the two things put together. Luckman's playing really well whenever he's coming on, and Walcott's not playing at the level we've seen him play before. And I think the only reason that Walcott hasn't um, stepped out for Luckman is because he. Silver did want to change a winning team, and I think now that even though it was incredibly harsh and the performance was good, it might now be the, uh, the step to go, Well, now that we've lost, I think I can make that change, and no one could argue with it. And on top of that, as well, you know, he had a bit of a knock, so and it was only a couple of days ago. If we'd have been playing our next game next weekend, maybe Walcott stays in, but I think this is the perfect sort of opportunity for Silver to bring in Luckman. And say, right, well, you've had your opportunity to play ahead of you've been uh, been hit, and we've just lost the last game. And you go impress me, but I don't think I don't think Luckman will get as long um, in the team as Walcott is. I mean, well, I'll rephrase that. He won't get as many chances as Walcott has got. Because I think if yeah. Luckman comes in, he doesn't hit the level that he's been hitting. If he has a bad game, he'll come straight back out. Mm-hmm. So it's up to Luckman to go in there and stay in there and show why you should be starting over an experienced, uh, experienced player like Walcott.
0: So in order to not be flippy-flopper, I'm just going to flat-out say I'm going to pull a Terry and I'm going to say I'm going with Walcott. But I'm going to do what Terry's did this weekend and say... I actually think it's gonna be Lookman this time. <laughs> like my gut is my my Yeah. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna stick with Walcott because that's the first name I wrote down. But I think there is ample reasoning to believe that Silva will go with Lookman this Wednesday. I think that was a really good time to go with him. It is a great time to go with him for the reasons that all three of us have stated. Um yeah. This is, this is a tough one. Uh, the, bring up more conversation. Um, Bernard. Bernard has stretches where he looks really devastating and fantastic. And then there are other stretches where he gets near the 18 and he either just get, you know, gives the ball to the opposition or his pass is just, you know, blocked that happened a few times this, during this past game, um, but I think he's still meriting a starting spot. You guys agree?
2: Yeah. Yeah. He did himself no um, no harm with his performance in the derby. He had been having some lackluster performances, but he played quite well in the derby, and he's also got the uh, benefits of forming a really strong partnership with Dean, so it's, quite, it's a lot harder to drop him because it affects another player, mm-hmm. so... So much, whereas Walcott and um, Coleman haven't got that sort of partnership going, not to the same degree. Anyway, they've they, they both sort of playing in their own way and just sort of linking up down the side. Whereas mm. Dean and Bernard are like a package at the minute. So I think it's harder to drop Bernard, or he has to play a lot worse, than he is to drop him um, uh, Walcott.
1: Yeah, my um my my initial kind of thing with Bernard was. Obviously, you know, for like the example with the Southampton game, you know, he come off the bench and he made a really good impact. Started that game against Leicester, made a really good impact, and then for the game that he started, his influence started to like wane a little bit. But you know, just to reiterate what Teddy said, that that Derby performance, it was really good. He was, you know, he was like a live wire and he was creating chances. Um, Now you take that step back and you say you look at the back four that Liverpool had. You know, obviously, Robertson and, and Alexander-Arnold, the full-back, are rarely on form at the minute. Van Dijk, who I probably think the best centre-half in the league, and Gomez, who is excellent as well. Compare that to what's going to be, say, you know, a bank of bank of five, maybe not as athletic or as, as gifted defenders. It would be perfect for Bernard, and maybe could be looking at getting his first goal. Hmm.
0: So, uh, are we going to see dcl or Tosin in this one in a in a in a way to in a kind of a i guess our way of getting richarlison out wide possibly because that's the thing uh, if he's if he ends up if we end up tossing richarlison out wide he'll be up against deandre yedlin and although he's the starting right back for the u.s national team he still makes mistakes just like everybody he's a small short quick guy all right, and that does match up. All right against Bernard. However, I feel like you know, somebody like Richarlison might be a that might be a little bit different. That might give you a different type of a matchup against him. You do that, you throw DCL or Tosin up top. You think you, we could see that in the last make twenty minutes, maybe?
2: Yeah, we're more likely to see it from the bench. I don't see Tosin or uh, Carlton. I don't either. That and but to be honest, um, Max said something off camera about he. Th- um, I think it was Max, it may have been you, Jerry. I don't know, you own oh, no, up whichever one said it, but um, that you feel like Calvert Lewin might be the first choice. Um, Max
0: to- said that to- earlier,
2: was that Max? Um, I don't necessarily agree. I think that's more a case away from home because Calvert Lewin's quicker than Tosin and he's probably a little bit better in the air, so defensively, he's like a defensive substitution if you like because he uh, he holds the ball up there and he can pressure the back four but I think Tosin uh, is still the when you need a goal is the first choice uh, striker to bring on just because he's a lot better on the ball so I think Tosin will probably be the, uh, the sub who comes on first if we're chasing the game
1: certainly hope so
0: yeah I want to see him get more minutes I really do um, I guess it depends on uh, whether Silva feels like a tactical change is necessary you know, is it is it a situation where we where we throw Tosin up top to where we've got somebody who maybe can hold up play a little bit better, mm. um, because he is our best hold up striker.
2: No, I don't see root and branch change. We played well. If it'd be different if we went there and just collapsed. or the previous game we we played terribly and it didn't work and it was disjointed. Mm-hmm. We played a really good game and we're undone by a freak goal. It's this mm-hmm. you can't. I, I just don't see how you can. Change the formation or the massive changes to the personnel after that performance. It, it none of the play, not many of the players, deserve to be dropped if any. Really,
0: I think uh, you might see something like that happen if it's still nil nil going into seventy-five minute, seventy-fifth minute. Yeah, I think that's that's what he'll tend to do. Is I love the fact that Silva will change up things like that. Mm. You know, I got really frustrated. What in the Martinez years? With us not changing enough, you know, not changing tactics mid in the middle of the game, is very. Fr- Silva Silva has no problem with that. You know what? Let's switch to four four two. Let's see what happens. Mm. He does it. You know, um, yeah. I miss Tosin though. I do. Yeah,
2: I like Tosin.
1: <laughs> yeah, the fan fan yeah. favors, isn't he? I think that that that's something that's been proved from his absence from the team. That you know, there's a real fondness for him. Amongst the fans, mm-hmm.
2: just like well, his attitude I, helps so much. Just like I think James McCarthy will be a bit of an, a bit of a back pocket um, player for the manager over December. I think Towson will. I think where you know the, around, around the Boxing Day games and stuff like yeah. that. When you every two days, I think that's when you'll start to see Towson start because <clears throat> um, you can't just play the same team every week. I think that's when you'll start to see. Tosin's back in the, state, the team from the start because Richarlison only played two days ago. Mm. Or um, you might see Tom Davis as well at that time. I and mean, definitely Kurt Zuma. You'll start to see more of these faces. Not a complete, yeah. oh, we've got a second-eleven type thing, but right. Tosin is one of the first three or four players to come in, I think, when, when refreshes are needed.
1: And he scores in the snow.
2: Yeah.
0: Yes, he does. Ah. Uh
1: good time no not good time still bloody awful
0: yeah hey hey watching a goal go through at that moment felt wonderful
1: yeah still just because because
0: it's like being in a dark room and somebody shines a little pin light you're like oh my god i saw something what was that (laughs) so yeah all right guys so i guess that's uh that's it for our starting 11 segment um We'll see what happens if, if, for some reason, Ghana and Walcott are uh, are banged up. We'll see. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. I started doing that because of wrestling.
1: Yes, road dog.
0: Yes, that's <laughs> a thing. <laughs> it's time for If You Know Your History. See, Everton paste. Quiz segment that pits Terry against Max in an Everton cage match of Toffee's wits and might. All right, so uh, guys, y- you know how this works. If you've if you've never heard listened to our show, where have you been? But uh, yeah, it's this is a quiz segment. Uh, this is uh, this is one of those where I, they they must name all of the players that played in a certain Everton match from the past. Um, so uh, we'll go back and forth and uh, yeah, the first one to to get get it wrong if it's if it's in the the specific round, that person uh, loses essentially, okay, So we'll start off if we if we toss up and Terry wins and he goes first, Terry Max, Terry Max, and they all get it right and then Terry misses. That means Max has to get it right in order to win. if he doesn't, then he. He's out. All right. So that's how this works. We'll see what happens. The prize is they get to pick a, a tune to close out the program, and we talk about it, which is how it's legal. So, gentlemen, mm-hmm. I'm going to flip. I'm going to flip this memory card. This is heads, and this is tails. That's right, because I I don't believe in change. So, who will call it?
1: Tails.
0: Max has called tail. I couldn't have predicted that. I have flipped it, and
1: it is tails. I've um, never seen that again. Um, <laughs> I, I'll go first, please. Oh,
0: okay, Max chooses to go first because it's not a number conundrum.
1: Yeah.
0: These gents worked the system last time, so Max is going to go first, gentlemen. Let's. Go ahead and cue the intense music because while I ask the question, okay? So, cue intense quiz music. It's a slow builder. There it is. It ramps up, and there it is. So, guys, could you please name all of the Everton players that played during Everton's three-nil rout of Newcastle on Sunday, the fifteenth of May, two thousand and fifteen?
1: Romelu Lukaku.
0: Ramulu Lukaku is correct. Max has just started off. He's not giving any of this posturing like like he did on, you know, with the math one where he's like, "I don't want to do math right now." You know, he's just in on it. Terry, what have you? Um, I'm gonna go. Leighton Baines. Leighton Baines. Yes, he started that game.
1: Tim Howard.
0: Tim Howard. Yes, that's a thing that happened he started Terry Seamus Coleman Seamus Coleman yes that is correct you guys are doing well Max
1: Phil Jagielka
0: Phil Jagielka yes uh, he played he started that's a thing Terry you're up James McCarthy James McCarthy did he did start Alright guys, starting to get a little, uh, little tense. Ross Barkley. <clears throat> Ross Barkley did not start, but he did play. He came in the 74th minute as a sub. Yes. I didn't mean to do that goofy host thing where I fake you out, hmm. but it happened and I'm sorry. So, <laughs> Terry,
2: your turn, buddy. Um, see, I remember this game. Leon Osman. That's right. Leon Osman
0: did start. I'm Max, learning. Aaron Lennon, he did start. And for you people listening, Max had a, a crazy look of shocked amazement just a second it ago. So I'm curious.
1: When he just spent I remember that. I'm just thinking. I remember it. It was at it was at it was at a home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do Le- yeah, yeah. I remember it. I was there. Love well, club. All
0: right. So, uh, Terry Stern, I believe?
2: Yeah. Um Antolin Alcaraz.
0: Antolin Alcaraz did start that game.
1: Max Christian Atsu.
0: Christian Atsu came in for Aaron Lennon in the 85th minute
1: and ended up playing for Newcastle the season later
0: he did that is true that's a player I had high hopes for and was a little disappointed so uh Terry what do you got
2: um Aruna Kone
0: Aruna Kone did start Sure. One of those, one of those interesting scenarios where Lo- Kone and Lukaku started together,
1: and we scored three goals. Imagine playing two strikers and scoring goals. Yeah, yeah weird. Too bad in Mo Besic.
0: Mo Besic came in in the 86th minute for James McCarthy. There is one more player left on this list, Terry. And then we go to the tiebreaker. Mm.
2: Darren Gibson.
0: Guys, I gotta tell you, I, I, I we keep doing these quizzes, and I, I keep being more and more impressed.
1: Was that the guy with the skinhead? Where he just come on, and he was bald. I think so. Don't remember. I think, oh yeah, I'm like a skinhead them of like Jesus Christ.
0: Because I know I watched this. Because I haven't missed a game in years. So I, I, yeah,
1: Darren. I I like it. Darren like Gibson. He was he was gone.
2: I did. It is. I mean, he's gone really bad now. But he was really yeah. he was one of the better passes the ball of the team at that time. And it um, was. We didn't. When once we got Gareth Barry, we didn't use him a lot. But um, he was a good player.
0: So guys, we have to go to a tiebreaker. I suppose there are other tiebreakers I could go with which are goals or subs that didn't play, but I think, jumping straight to the tiebreaker, we'll talk about those other things later. Uh, This is the cleanest way to end this. Um, Luke Garbutt was on the bench of one of the subs that did not play, along with John Stones, Stephen Naismith, and Yoel, all right? So, guys... How many Everton first-team appearances has Luke Garbutt made? That is our tiebreaker question, gentlemen. And Max, I believe, because you chose to go first. I've got time for this, bastard. Um. (laughs) Hey, consistency.
1: (laughs) Party. No, no, what the fuck am I saying? No, I can't take that back, can I? I it.
0: No, I mean, you, No, I mean, I, I feel like... Terry, do you think it's fair if he takes it back? And yeah, answers? yeah, he's... Yeah. I, thought it, I think it's okay. 20. Maxis said 20 first-team appearances for Luke Garbutt.
1: Because he was out of like, a few years, weren't
2: he? I just don't think that many I'm gonna say and is it the closest wins yes I'm gonna do the old prices uh, right. right and go with 19 oh Terry
0: with your shit housing tactics <laughs> it 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 uh, it worked uh, Luke Garbett has made twelve Everton first team appearances, five of them in the Europa League.
1: Mm, yeah, because like if there was a point where he was like our you know, he was our first team left back when he went Baines went out. Mm-hmm. And then and I remember Galloway was there and I think Galloway yep. ended up just rising above him in the pecking order but
2: Away away at Wolfsburg, he looked the real deal. Mm. He looked amazing. And everyone thought, there we go, there's our successor to Baines. And then I'd love to know what's happened to him because he just sort of fell off the face of the earth and successive managers haven't used them. And we had real need for him last year, but even like Allardyce didn't want to use him. And you sort of get the vibe that it might just be an attitude problem rather than an ability problem.
0: I was literally, it was the next words out of my mouth. I think it's an attitude thing. I really do, which is a shame. But, again, we are making assumptions about a, about a player we don't you know, know personally or anything. But that's, that's the way the situation comes across to me. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> anyway. So, <clears throat> prepare ye, <laughs> listeners, for the king of dad rock... Terry, what tune? What rock and dad tune? Or will we be closing the show with tonight?
2: Yeah, I um, actually did think about it this time because Max is having a bit of a lump. Despite his early his early season domination of these quizzes, he's having a bit of a blip
0: in the middle. I don't know. Um, so I, I will say it's less Max having having a blip, and you're getting questions right. Mm-hmm. So, just saying. You're allowed to do things right, Terry.
2: (laughs) Everton, that. Um, (laughs) I'm going to go with Welcome to the Jungle by Guns N' Roses. I've thought about a few different genre songs, but no, if that's my thing, I'm fine with that. We'll go with the dad rock. I'm not even a dad, but I like dad rock. I like that era of rock, the sort of... um, 80s heavy music era.
0: Yeah, uh, that came on the other day <clears throat> in the car. I was driving around our three-year-old and it came on and hearing my three-year-old whose little voice is literally like, you know, Hey, how's it going? No, it's this high-pitched little... <laughs> to hear him did you say singing that? Welcome to the Jungle. It's... It's... I weren't even looking. And You're in the soldier, baby.
2: <laughs>
0: you know it's <laughs>
2: that's excellent. Uh,
0: yeah, that's yeah, that's the way my that's the way my kid speaks. It's <laughs> it's very it's 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 just a little it's, it's just it's a little bit Ewok. <laughs> you know, or, you know, that Caddyshack gopher. That's kind of the way my kid speaks. So it's. <laughs> <laughs> anyway so welcome to, welcome to the jungle that was kind of uh, that's definitely my era that's definitely something I know uh Tara, Terry when you uh, when you hear when you think welcome to the jungle uh, what kind of what kind of scene springs to your mind
2: you know what I've, I love that album just in general and that's a great song it, does, it could have picked any song on that album um, and type mm-hmm. destruction but just for me. When I hear that song, it's just it's burnt into my mind. Now it was the um, the song to advertise Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, and when the TV commercials came on when I was younger, before that, and I loved Vice City, the one before it. So when that one came as was coming out, we were like, "This is going to be amazing" because it just used to come on with helicopters flying over the San Andreas like sort of logo, like the Hollywood (laughs) time with "Welcome to the Jungle," and then it just. Give you a montage of all the stuff you could do in the game, and I was just like, "I need that game in my." <laughs> so even That's though the- I knew the song before uh, that and liked the song before that, that is what the song reminds me of. It's just it's a great song, and that was a good game.
1: It was on in the clubs as well, you know. When you, like when you when you see Jay and you go into like the nightclubs and that, they play it like. The, <laughs> it's just one of the best games of all time. That the- song
2: though, it doesn't even matter what type of music you like. You can like anyone have any taste in music they like that song it's quite
1: it's
2: like people who like rock and metal like it people who like you hate rock and metal still like that song it's such a good like genre crossing song for all different fans
0: it is one of the most overused and for good reason songs to like introduce sports teams in america you know they you know that when the when the players are coming out of the tunnel when it hits that you know when the players come out yeah that's that's what happens they use that <laughs> everywhere that and thunderstruck by AC/DC are two of the most used like <laughs> dad rockish tracks at like basketball games football games American football games it's just you hear them everywhere and it's just and everybody's just I think they do it actually at Wake Forest basketball they they do that when the players are coming out I'm pretty certain so yeah it's it's one of those thats stuck around it's stuck around it's still a part of pop culture despite being so old yeah. so anyway GNR welcome to the jungle i'm just glad my three-year-old didn't sing that that line about being a very sexy girl (laughs) because then i may may have had some trouble (laughs) uh all right so as you're as you're getting pumped up to end our show because that's kind of what this this track does uh it is time to end our show uh it's the end of our really big show uh if you, if you've been listening to a podcast, thanks so much. I mean, I, I suppose you have to be listening to a podcast, but but please subscribe to the Toppy Blues Podcast. Uh, rate it if you can. Leave us a leave us a, a nice review. You know, just just because our confidence needs it, we just appreciate it. We're people too, damn it. Uh, so yeah, check out Terry on the the Liverpool Echo Fan Jury. Um, he'll. Uh, He'll put it on his Twitter when he's showing up there. Max, Max is is everywhere as well. Check his Twitter. Uh, he, I think he's showing up on Sky tonight. So please keep an eye on that. He'll hopefully have a link up to where you can see his see his. If you want to see our faces, uh, watch our Toffee Blues YouTube channel. Watch the Toffee Blues YouTube channel. See, you know, subscribe to us there too. Um, double dose of the Toffee Blues. It's, maybe it's good for you. I don't know. Vitamin C and shit so uh, additionally uh, check out the, uh, the Toffee Blues uh, website uh, lots of uh, analysis there Everton analysis all things in Everton that, that website's about to get a nice little upgrade and it's going to be purdy for your eyes so yeah there's that and uh, yeah follow the Toffee Blues on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram I think uh, I'm finished plugging I think it's time for me to go pick my kid up and take him to training so uh, yeah and these guys have a life so i hear you know max has like four dates tonight i wish (laughs) Uh, all right guys thanks so much terry it's great to talk to you i know you're unable to record thursday so terry may be taking a pass later on this weekend or later on this week but uh terry it's great to talk to you hopefully next week then okay buddy
2: Good to talk to you, two guys. I mean, no more guarantee of a big win on uh, Wednesday night now than me not being able to talk about it the day after. But uh, I'll see you guys very soon. Max,
0: thanks so much, buddy. Appreciate it, man. I'll be talking to you later on. Uh, Gentlemen, again, great times as always. Always good fun. And, uh, yeah, three points on Wednesday. All right? Yep. So uh, I'm going to say bye now. So bye.